Have you ever had an experience with a narcissist? Maybe you've had to deal with one at work, maybe in your family, in a friendship, or maybe even in a romantic partnership. No matter the case, it's never an easy type of relationship to manage, and many of us empaths feel like we'll always be victims of narcissists. Now, I'm not a licensed mental health professional, and if you're dealing with someone who is narcissistic or has NPD or narcissistic personality disorder diagnosis and you need help, um, go ahead and please take a look at what resources you have in your local area or online. There are people who are licensed and trained to help you with these situations. Today, I'm here to break down and bust a specific myth and self-limiting belief. And that myth is, I'm an empath and I will always be a victim and a magnet to narcissists. Empaths are deeply compassionate and giving and narcissists thrive on that. The empath gives and gives and they feel used and drained and defeated and the narcissist continues the chaos. So if you've ever dealt with a narcissist, then you won't want to miss this episode. I'll be sharing some experiences that empaths have felt with narcissists, and we dive a little bit more into the mindset portion of all of this. So stay tuned, and without further ado, let's get deep. This is the final episode of season four of the That's Deep Empath podcast, and I am just so grateful for your listening ears and your support and your kindness. It has just been such an amazing journey with you, and I look forward to ushering in a new season, season five, with you. So let's get on into it. Welcome to the That's Deep podcast. I'm Naomi, and I'm an international board-certified life and success coach, neuro-linguistic programming practitioner, or NLP, as you've heard it, an empath, a mother, an introvert, and a podcast host. It is my mission to empower humans from the inside out through inner and outer exploration. Thank you so much for being here. If you love the show, please give it a follow and a five-star rating. I appreciate you so much. Now let's dive in. Pardon the interruption. Have you been seeing repeating numbers over and over again? Maybe you're seeing 1111 when you happen to glance at the clock, or maybe you're seeing 222, 333, 444, or 555 all day, every day. Either way, I'm sure you're wondering what all of these repeating angel numbers mean and what you can do when you see them. I've got you. Check out the angel number cheat sheet. This is your personal guide to interpret those angel numbers that you've been seeing. No more guessing. You have the answers here. This is a 12-page PDF that covers the 12 commonly seen angel numbers, and this is the perfect resource for you to keep in your back pocket, aka your phone. I personally like to keep mine in my iBooks, Kindle, or Google Drive app on my phone for quick reference so that I can interpret the meaning of the angel number whenever I see it in real time. This guide is going to make it a whole lot easier for you to interpret the messages that you're receiving from the universe in the moment that you receive them. Download the angel number cheat sheet today and may all the manifesting miracles be in your favor. Click the link in the show notes to check it out. 
So if you've dealt with a narcissist in the past um, and you're an empath, then you've probably experienced the following. So frequent lies or exaggerations. Um, oh, and quick disclaimer. So there are people who have narcissistic traits and then there are people who actually have like narcissistic personality personality disorder. So um, you can do your research and just look at the differences between the two. Um, but obviously this can apply to either situation. So if you're an empath and you've been dealing with a narcissist or you have in the past, you may have experienced frequent lies and exaggerations, um, you know, them giving off this sense of like entitlement and constant need for gratification, um, you know, the hallmark boundary violations um, and the constant like rule breaking, you know, your personal rules, um, emotional invalidation, gaslighting, um, manipulation, and then of course being seen or used as an extension of that other person. So the narcissist may believe that you're an extension of them, which is false. Um, so if you've, you're an empath and you've been dealing with someone who's a narcissist, um, it can, you know, it isn't surprising that this will come with, of course, some mental health things that we need to work through, you know, with professionals or whatever you choose to do. But it's also not surprising that we'll have this like self-sabotaging mindset um, when we've had to tolerate this sort of behavior and these um, types of people and their harmful behavior in the past. So as empaths, we deal with many, you know, no win situations with narcissists. So it can produce um, the following survival responses in us empaths. So it can bring up feelings of wanting to give up, feelings of hopelessness, which if you've been feeling hopeless, um, I wouldn't play around with that. I would check out and see like what sort of resources you have. Of course, easier said than done when you're in the slump of it, it's super hard. Um, but that's something that I would take serious if you are feeling feelings of hopelessness. Um, another thing that you could experience is numbing the pain with addictions, um, overeating, over drinking, using substances, overworking out. It can look like many things. So um, another thing that it can bring up in us empaths, you know, these no win situations with narcissists is feeling like we're stuck in these like self-destructive lifestyles. It's like this horrible like cycle that just repeats and repeats and repeats. Um, and then another reason or another way that um, like these no situations can bring up survival responses in us empaths is um, these feelings of like underachievement. Like no matter what we do or say or anything, like no matter what we do, it's never enough. That's kind of how it feels like when you're an empath and you're dealing with a narcissist. Um, you know, and okay, this is going to be a little harsh, but many of us empaths struggle with victim mentality. So people struggling with victim mentality typically don't see themselves as a victim. Um, I know that I was stuck in like a disempowered state, um, several years ago and I, it still comes up. It takes maintenance, but I just remember being like, I'm not a victim, like, cause I didn't want to be seen as like weak or too sensitive. Um, but learning that I was an empath has helped me to reshift and kind of reframe those perspectives a little bit more. Um, of course, we don't wanna be there. We don't wanna be in a victim um, state. And when we are there, we're often consumed by these fear-based thoughts. So get ready for some tough love, but in the most compassionate way. Victim mentality, okay, what does this look like? So a poor me attitude, I was famous for that in the past. 
Um, focus on what others are doing to you, right? Um, difficulty taking responsibilities for your own role in this whole disempowerment cycle. Um, the perception that people are always against you. Um, blaming others for not meeting our needs. Constantly um, complaining or venting about life or like how you can't do anything about it. Like nothing ever works out for me. Um, and then of course, not being able to trust your own feelings. You don't trust your own gut. You seek that external validation because that's so much of our old programming. So um, in NLP, in Neuro Linguistic Programming, which is what I was trained in and certified for um, as, an, as a mindset coach, um, and NLP just stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming. So that's just basically the user's manual to the mind. It's looking at the way we use the language of our mind to consistently you know, get the results that we're seeing in our everyday lives. So in NLP, we were taught that there is a formula for success. So um, cause is greater than effect. So being at cause is greater than being in effect. So results are greater than reasons. Um, empowerment means moving from being in effect to being at cause. So if something isn't working out in your life, you know, in, in the way that you want it to work out, um, it's likely that there are solutions and avenues that maybe you haven't thought about or you haven't considered yet. Um, so where do you stand? Do you stand in a growth mindset or do you stand in the victim mentality? Um, if you're an empath and you, you know, you're looking for more guidance with becoming more empowered um, and becoming a little bit more um, confident and standing in your personal power and your partnerships, the first step is to find the right support team. So I want to emphasize the word team. So um, when you're going through things like we talked about today with narcissists, um, I personally think that a multidisciplinary approach to it is or can be helpful. It's not the only way, but um, it might look like, you know, seeking counsel from a therapist, um, adding on a life coach to work on the mindset part and, the, you know, the self-limiting beliefs. Um, you could dive into personal development on your own, read a bunch of books, listen to podcasts, take courses, um, or maybe this is you confiding in a trusted loved one or friend. Um, but if you're feeling called to add a coach to your support team to go ahead and address those mindset and self-limiting beliefs, then I'd love for you to apply to the Empath Empowerment um, coaching course. So this is my eight-week coaching course, and it's a private coaching course for empaths who are interested in understanding their gifts, overcoming energetic overwhelm, releasing limiting beliefs, and setting healthy boundaries in their relationships. And of course, if you want to check out my website, that's just NaomiCourtneyCoaching.com. So I, I just wrapped up um, my last round of the Empath Empowerment Coaching Program, and it was so fun. Um, it was really moving just to watch all of the transformations that occurred. Um, I think what I love most about it is that it's really bridging this gap between science and spirituality and the level of empowerment that comes out, um, you know, as a result of all of your hard work at the end, it's just priceless. Um, I cry like a baby about it all the time. And I'm just so proud of each and every one of my coaching clients. Um, and I definitely consider you all soul family as well. Um, and I'm really grateful for being in a community with like-minded folks, um, folks who are um, similar at a soul level. Um, I really appreciate you all. So without further ado, I'm going to let you all go and I'll see you all next time. Take care. Bye.
So what did you think of the episode? If you loved it, I would greatly appreciate it if you left me a review on whatever podcast platform you are listening to the show on right now. Go ahead and rate us with the number of stars that you see fit and go ahead and leave a little comment and this will help get the podcast out to other like-minded and like-sold people like you. Thank you so much and I will see you back on the next episode. Mahalo!